Blog Talk Radio. Jonathan, how are you? Good. How are you, Mayor? I'm doing all right. Hey, 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 Who does that? 
How did you do that? Did you just forget that you paid it initially? I did it online, and I did it on the phone. I did, I did it like two different mediums within three yeah. days because I didn't think I did it. And, uh, you know, I, I don't keep like a check, you know, uh, thing, transactional history thing. I should. And, uh, you know, so now my check checking account is, is, is dry, completely bone dry there. <laughs> so have you contacted the bank to get that 12 bucks? I did. I did. They said, um, they said well, they said online transactions, uh, they can't reverse for some reason. And then the phone transaction I did was two days before, so within 48 hours it's already gone through. So uh, I was shit out of luck, and pretty much they said um, uh, I got to get a refund of that money back to the, the original account. Luckily, they're the same bank because otherwise I'd have to pay money for it. Uh, but I had to do it. I had to wait a couple of days. So what was this? A, a credit card bill? Yeah, this is a credit card bill. It's like a twelve hundred dollar credit card bill, and it's bled dry my entire checking account. And my my ridiculous landlord, she never cashes the check uh, within two or three days of when she receives it. So like you know, if she cashes the check now, I'm screwed. There's not enough money in my checking account. She waits like two weeks, you know, sometimes to cash the check. I don't know why she doesn't do it immediately like normal people, but that's what she does. Jesus. Well, so so what you've done is is um, you've, uh, <laughs> you've paid off your credit card bill and then given your bank another $1,200. That's right. That's correct. So, you know, you're in the whole 1200 and they're making out like bandits. Yes, exactly. They're, yeah, they're rubbing their hands together. They're, they're uh, licking their lips. Uh, you know, they're like, sorry, sir, we can't do anything about this. <laughs> <laughs> Is Mouthy at the, at the helm of that ship there? Yes. Yes, I think Mouthy was doing this to me. Yes. Ridiculous. <laughs> getting um, slaughtered by the day. So, you know, so now you got to wait how long until it gets refunded? I gotta wait to, uh, at least till tomorrow to make the call. I don't know why they just won't do it automatically, but they said I have to call up again. I bet you they're gonna give me some crap. And uh, if my landlord cashes that check, it was, you know today or tomorrow, I'm screwed. <laughs> you know, usually it's uh, it's me asking you for money, but my how the turntables whisper—is that how the phrase goes? <laughs> my how the tables have turned. <laughs> oh, that's it, right. <laughs> Speaking of turntables, I, hey, I, I purchased a uh, a record player. Are you serious? Yeah, so I, I got, the, uh, I got some pop. vinyl. I got f- like five vinyl uh, records now. Nice, dude. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I have a bunch of records I, I can give you. Uh, my <laughs> what dad else? has so records, Jane, but no record player. What? Well, who's, who's on the record? Tommy Jane? Tommy Jane's mine. We got my dad's got like so many Moody Blues mine. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't want that. So so far, the, well, I, the, my record collection is so far it's Tommy James's Christmas album that that Tommy's manager sent when he was on the show, um, which they sent in both CD and record format. However, I put that record up next to my uh, record Some Nights by Fun, and I put it behind it, and let me mm-hmm. find out that all of a sudden it falls down behind the shelf, and I can't get to it now. <laughs> Man, everything's falling behind that shelf or your desk. What's going on? <laughs> you know, it's what it is. It's 
the universe tormenting me and trying to drag me back to that de- depressed point I was at in L.A. when I tried to move that dresser and hurt my knee. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Don't move it, man. Just leave, leave the stuff there. <laughs> I'm going to give you one of those, like, uh, old lady claws. You know, those little claws that you reach for things and you get them? You get them behind things? <laughs> yes. That's what I'm going to do, get an old lady claw. It's made out of actual old lady fingernails, right? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Um, So I have that, and then I have uh, Future Sex Love Sounds by Justin Timberlake, which I've been looking for uh, forever, because ever since I saw that on vinyl initially, I've wanted it. So that that album reminds me of me and Julian cruising around L.A. uh, when he visited, and I was miserable and sentimental, even though it brings back bad memories, but good memories for him. Um, And then... Uh, also, I have Justin Timberlake, the 2020 Experience Part 1, not Part 2, because Part 2 is whack. And then I have uh, uh, the Some Nights record by Fun that my my pal Andy Grasso got when he was at a Fun concert, got an autograph mm-hmm. for me it was by, by the singer, Nate. It was a beautiful thing. It was so random and su- such a, a wonderful gesture. Um, and then uh, the last record I got is the uh, is Kanye West's My Dark Twisted Fantasy which sounds awesome on vinyl. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a kind of a modern collection so far. I'm looking to branch out a, a bit, but, but so far, so good. I like that collection. It sounds pretty good. you got to get some, uh, some Hootie in there, some R. Kelly. Come on. Well, listen, I, I actually went to this record store, Bleecker Street Records, and I asked the guy, uh, do you have any R. Kelly records? And it's always a bit, you know, awkward asking that question. But um, he, uh, he, so he's like, uh, we'll check upstairs in the computer. So then he goes to his, his boss or whatever. So now everyone knows I'm asking for the R. Kelly records. So then his <laughs> boss goes, R. Kelly? Nah, I don't think we got any R. Kelly. And he has this, like, thick, thick, thick New York accent. Um, but uh, uh, it was awkward. And um, the thing is, I've been looking, for about the same time that I've been looking for Future Sex Love Sounds, which I found, I've been looking for The Chocolate Factory by R. Kelly, um, which I have not yet found. And even online, it's really hard to find a full copy of the Chocolate Factory. So if, if anyone knows where I can find that on vinyl, holler at your boy. Take care. <laughs> um, what, what's, what's the one album out of all the albums in the world that you would want to have on vinyl? Whoa! That's a, tough <laughs> question. That's a great question. I love that question. Oh, good. Oh, oh my. Um... My favorite album that I would like on that vinyl. Um, you choose the Joshua Tree. <laughs> <laughs> no comment, Ryan. Oh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, that's that's respectable. It's a good album. It's a good album. It's uh, a lot of good kids, a lot of good songs on that. Uh, a classic album, an artist's album, so to speak. I remember I only say that because I think I saw a VH1 episode where they where artists were ranking albums, and it was like, you choose Joshua Tree was number 20 or something like that. I've never heard anyone defend an album by saying, it's an album. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good, complete album. You know, it's got With or Without You, Street That's the Name, Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. Yeah, it's a good album. You know, it's a good album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um so uh speaking of, you know, uh albums and money and, and uh and nothing that we're talking about, uh what do you say we, we pay some bills, Weeks? Yes, let's do it. Let's pay some bills right now. 
All right, let's do it. We'll be right back after the jump. Oh, cursor jump, as I said, jump. We'll be right back after the jump now. Hey, everyone, it's Ryan here. If you're like me, and I pray that you're not, you're really sick of paying $20, $30 for a fucking razor. So we have a solution. Head over to our sleek new website, blazingryeradio.com, and from there, click on the banner for Dollar Shave Club. After clicking there, you'll have the opportunity to sign up for Dollar Shave Club and pay one measly goddamn dollar a month on top-notch razors. And they'll be delivered right to your door. No more confusing store clerks anymore by asking for a mock duck butter power with wings. Check it out. Head over to blazingryeradio.com right now and click on the banner that says Buying Razors Sucks. Because it fucking does. Get your shave on. Weeks, back to you. Rye, yeah, yeah. go fuck yourself. <laughs> wow, I, I got anger issues. I don't know why it was so harsh. Yeah. Weeks, have you heard of this guy? Uh, you, know, you know the guy I'm talking about? I know the guy you're talking about. There's always a guy. He's one of the, he's one of these type of men, like hmm, you know, like one of those type of hmm, like one of those type of men, you know. Oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, his he's known. It's a Pennsylvania man. He's known as the Swiss as the Swiss cheese pervert. <laughs> have you heard about this? No, I have not heard about this. What who is this guy? Oh, who is this that is music to my ears. Let me tell you what's going on. This has been in the news the past two days. Um, I'll, I'll read you the article. <clears throat> so uh, this is from the Huffington Post. Um, <clears throat> it says, cheese, at least buy it dinner first. And then it says, the Mayfair Town Watch of Mayfair, Pennsylvania, posted a warning on Facebook Thursday that residents should please be aware of the Swiss cheese pervert! Exclamation point. The sus... <laughs> The suspect in question allegedly drives around town, exposes himself to women, and offers them money to watch him put Swiss cheese on his private. The group also posted a photo of the suspect, which you can see if you go to the, uh, the website. Um, and then there's a tweet here from Priscilla Rosado, who says, I met this dude a few weeks ago, hashtag creep, and they show a picture of the guy. Uh, with his, his pants are down, he's driving, and his pants are down to his knees, uh, and he's holding a block of Swiss cheese. All right, are you with me so far? I am with you, yes. Uh, this is quite bizarre. Go ahead. All right. Police confirmed with Philly Mag that the Special Victims Unit dum, dum, is indeed dum, dum. investigating reports that a man with a major sexual cheese fetish has been harassing women in the area. Gabby Chess a woman who lives in the nearby town of Brisburg told the website that the suspect's photo and story sounded all too familiar. In 2012, she said a man who looked exactly like the gentleman in the photo contacted her on OkCupid and said he was look, looking for someone to perform masturbation on him with cheese. End quote. <laughs> the alleged message, um, which can be read full and full in phillymag.com state, all right, and this is, this is what he wrote on, uh, I guess, OkCupid. Okay, I developed this fetish to help me deal with my sexual urges. 
I found that women tend to like dairy products and settled on cheese to represent the girl. Thus, I started having sex with cheese. Oh, yeah, it seems logical to me. <laughs> I like to use Swiss cheese and would wrap slices of the cheese around penis, then masturbate. Now, though, after finding several girls to do it for me, I prefer having girls do it for me instead of myself. And then there's also a Reddit post that was uncovered from 2008 that quotes a similar-sounding personal ad. Um, so this is from Philadelphia's Craigslist. The guy says, I have a big heart, and it was crushed time and again by the opposite sex, and that was a very strong, that, oh, that and a very strong, strong sex drive. Well, I am lucky I never became a rapist. My fetish grew out of desperation for sex with a woman. I started to compare girls to cheese due to their milky complexions. Girls are soft, smooth, feeling, and tend to like dairy products more. That and typical advertising, always using a girl to advertise dairy products. So cheese is what I started to use as a replacement for having sex with girls. I tried many different kinds of cheese, but settled on Swiss as the best. First and foremost, uh, if, a picture, if ever a picture of cheese is used, most of the time they use a representation of Swiss cheese, but also because of its eye pattern, texture, and the way it feels against my penis. The Swiss cheese pervert is described as a heavyset male, 40 to 50 years old, who drives a newer model silver sedan as well as a black newer model sedan. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, my so, God. Weeks. Um, my, my first question is, do you think he eats the cheese after? <laughs> um, I would say yes. He, but he probably doesn't just eat it as is. He probably makes, like, a sandwich out of it, you know, at least. Or, like, a cheeseburger with mushrooms and Swiss cheese. I hope he does that, at least. But, I mean... If he's symbolizing the cheese as women, I don't think he would actually eat it. Then that would make him a cannibal. I don't think he would eat the cheese. <laughs> but he's, uh, that's very disturbing. Swiss cheese is my favorite cheese. And the, the way he's destroying the cheese or the, the symbolism of cheese or Swiss cheese in my head, I'm really angry, actually. I, and I wish you had picked some other crappy cheese like, you know, monster or ah. or something like or cheddar, even cheddar. Uh, you know, this is a little ridiculous. I'm 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 gonna have to support the Swiss cheese and protest against this uh, perf. Protest the perf. You know, I think that cheddar is actually too sharp for his penis. I know. Uh... <laughs> that was good. That was very good. That was very good. Hey. I, I, hey. I didn't like the. Uh, I thought it was quite humorous that he said that cheese uh, mirrors the complexion of women. It's that their milky consistency. What is he talking about? This guy has <laughs> clearly know. got issues. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know what he's talking about, and uh, you know, it's probably better that he molests the cheese versus women. So I guess that's a good 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 thing to come out of this. Oh yeah, that's a great uh, thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah maybe that's the that normal thing to do. Yeah, that is. If only everybody would just molest cheese instead of you know, human beings, that would be yeah, better, but here's you know? the problem is that he's going around uh, exposing himself to ladies. It's almost as bad as molesting. And, and y you know, the thing is you would expect that maybe he chose Swiss so he could stick his dick in the holes or something. But 
the thing is, like, there's pictures of him driving around with his, his pants down with just holding a huge block of Swiss cheese, like not even wrapped around his dick or nothing. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You, you could you could wrap it around with, like, slices of cheese because then the holes are big enough and thin enough, uh, the, the slices are thin enough. Maybe he's grating the cheese and, you know, lightly spreading it across his crotch area. I don't know. I hope, he's not, I hope he's not grating it because what if he, you know, slips and starts grating oh, his, uh, well, his dick? Well, that might, be, that might be a good thing for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. So, um, hey, remember that band, you know that band uh, Live? Yeah! Oh, I feel it. Coming back again. back again. Like the rolling, thunder chasing the wind. the wind. Forces pulling from the center of the earth, earth again. I can feel it. <laughs> well, <laughs> guess what? Okay, so they're one of my two all-time favorite bands, Live and Counting Crows. And uh, what I did was I was on the Spotify and I was looking for some live music. And I look at the picture of the band... And I notice the lead singer is no longer in the picture. He's gone. He left the band, and they're still. Well, wait a minute. They're still together. Right, right. That was my reaction. So Ed Kowalczyk, I know, has released some solo projects, but I didn't know the band officially broke up. You know, like say Darius Rucker left Hootie and the Blowfish, but the band still gets together and performs every once in a while. Uh, with right. live, apparently, there's lawsuits. There's all this shit. And so what they did was they replaced the voice of Live. Now, you remember from Lightning Crashes selling the drama, I Alone, um, All Over You. There is no voice that you've heard like that before that or after that, is there? No, there's no voice like that. With such emotion. I mean, even the music videos showed the emotion that he had. They were incredible. Did he have a song about dolphins, too? That song was really good, too. Yeah. I mean, Dolphin was, Cry. But, he was incredible. I don't think they get enough credit for uh, what they did during the 90s. And uh, right. the, mu- the music was incredible. Right. They don't. So I investigated the matter, and they've replaced Ed Kowalczyk, which to me he's irreplaceable. And then they, 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 they come out with this new guy from, I don't know, he's from some other band I never heard of, and he's not, his voice isn't nearly as good. I mean, he does his best, but he, he's no Ed Kowalczyk. And it's really hard. Like, I tried watching uh, their concert from last summer when they toured with Everclear. It's a good thing I didn't go to the fucking show because I would have <laughs> been going to see him, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's a good thing I didn't go to the show because the guy from Everclear gets up there and he's like, he's like, you know, everyone goes through changes and this band has gone through some changes that's no different than anybody else. So oh. I guarantee you that they are better than ever, and they're going to come out here and kick your ass. Please welcome one of the best bands of the last 20 years live. <laughs> and they come out. They don't kick ass. The, the guy, I can't even listen to this guy. I, I, I lasted about <laughs> maybe two minutes when they were, like, as soon as he goes, I love it like what? And I said, oh, hell no. So immediately... <laughs> I Googled, I YouTubed Ed Kowalczyk singing live songs solo, and thank God I found some of those. 
So if I ever see any of those guys, again, I've seen them several times before, it's going to be him solo. I don't care if he pissed off the band in any way. I'm on his side. I don't care if he's an asshole. That's my dude. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I, uh, certain bands don't exist without their either lead singers or right. some kind of signature uh, you know, band member. And he was a guy. He was the, the bald-headed dude. Uh, well, I will go as far as this. I was never uh, – live is like a deeper, more emotional, and if they had a long, as long of a career, they would have been a better Pearl Jam. That's how far wow. I would go. That's how far I'm going on that one. I, you know, I thought you were going to go even further and say you too, but I'm, I'll take Pearl Jam. <laughs> well, they're different. They're totally different. You bottle doesn't have that emotion. Uh, you know, live, just like – live was like Bush – collective soul, all combined. Mm. It was like so emotional. It blew me away sometimes. I'm getting an erection just listening to you hear the <laughs> you name these bands. Because that era, live, collective soul, soul asylum, counting crows, Stone temple pilots, sound garden, um, Pearl jam. Like that was, that was the best era. Music has not been like that since then. That, that was incredible. No, I, I totally agree with you. Music was grungy. It was real. It was gritty. It was just uh, full of talent back then. And those bands that we just mentioned were, are like my favorite bands of all time. Those, you know, you know I throw in a couple of weird, like um, Soul Coughing, like a, a little, uh, you know, Soul Coughing, who? better than Ezra. Do you remember these bands? Uh, you know, oh, um, Soul, yeah, soul Coughing? Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. And better uh, than Ezra has that. Living with you, uh -huh. Well, it's good. Yes, that's right. Yeah, you uh, were. So good. <laughs> That's right. Great song. And and who else? And, you said Soul Coughing better than Ezra, and who else? Uh, I, I like Sponge. You know, Sponge, these weren't as big as bands, but they were good. I like Collective Soul, Sponge, um, you know, of course, all the greats, you know. Oh, God, what are, what are they? Pearl Jam, Nirvana, all the Seattle bands, Smashing Pumpkins. Um, what's that other band? Alex and Chains, their band, too. Mm. Yeah. Great music. That was, that was the shit, man, that era. You can't beat that era, really. Nothing can even come close to it. I mean, you know, music is totally different now. You really, I guess you really can't compare them, you know? My theory on that, briefly, is that, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish is one of my favorite uh, bands, particularly to see live, but I think that they ruined music because you had... Uh, Nirvana and, and that era. And what, the era that we're talking about, to, to get even you know, more specific, to hone in, is immediately post-Nirvana, pre-Hootie. So we're talking like 93, 94, you know, early 95. And mm -hmm. th that's, that's the area. It's like just post-Nirvana. But the thing is, I think what happened was that era was really the transition from the depressing grunge of Nirvana to the happy rock of Hootie, because when we were kids, you know, KC 101, KISS 95.7 in, in Connecticut, they would play, play songs by Live and Stone Temple Pilots and Soundgarden and, and, mm -hmm. and stuff. And then Hootie came along, and then all of a sudden you couldn't turn a corner without hearing, Only want to be with you, which is fine, <laughs> but I think it paved the way for the happy poppy, bubbly gum stuff to come on pop stations because pop stations used to be full of alternative rock and now it's rarely. So what, what happened was it, you went from 
the grunge of Nirvana and, and early Pearl Jam to then live and, and Counting Crows, Collective Soul, Soundgarden, all the bands we mentioned, then to Hootie, and then there was this very fast transition on pop radio from Hootie into Hanson and the Backstreet mm-hmm. Boys and uh, mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera, Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears, it, and it was, it was very rapid. It, it, it was like 96 to 97, all of a sudden, the pop stations were filled with this bubblegum music. And the music as we knew it was gone. And the only bands that were, like, continuing that sound or trying to sucked, like Creed right. and Lighthouse and stuff. Sorry, not Creed. Um, Lighthouse, Nickelback. Nickelback and Lighthouse and, and bands like that. You know, bands, they really, they, they really suck, you know? Um, so <laughs> that's my theory is that Hootie ruined music. What do you think about that? No, I agree with that theory. I remember you told me this theory before. It actually, it's, it's, yes. I've carried that theory with me. Um, it's actually very true. I think Hootie and Puffish came up on the scene. They blew the scene away. Uh, people loved it collectively all across genres. Uh, and it was pure, like, happy pop music and, and pop rock. And it kind of destroyed. It didn't destroy. It just kind of wiped out the grunge era and, um, of yep. music, which is what we really are, are from. And, and, uh, and, you know, not to say Hootie wasn't good. It was great. But uh, you're right. It ushered in a whole new era of music, and the boy bands started popping up, and, and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, like you said, and, like, a lot of bands, like, you know, Nickelback, you said. even You could argue that Creed could try to come in there, but Creed was, I think, better than Nickelback. But um, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people back to differ. But, uh, you know, yeah. And I think some bands have stood the test of time and wiped out a whole lot of bands. A lot of bands have tried to make comebacks and whatnot, and they haven't been able to. I think one of the bands that has been able to is probably Rage Against the Machine, but they broke up, you know, uh, in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's probably uh, a handful of bands like Pearl Jam has been able to kind of reinvent themselves. And But, you know, that era of Hootie and the Blowfish really changed music as we know it. It still has. And a lot of these, you know, uh, pop acts or, you know, um, especially pop rock and, and the boy bands, and they owe, they owe that to Hootie. They really do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Well, what, do you, what do you think about um, Jim Blossoms? Would they fall in line with the Hootie stuff? No, I see. I would put back with the the our, with our the era that we're we're uh, complimenting now. I would put them in with the the Soul Asylums and the Soundgarden and stuff. No, I I, I no, I agree. I agree. Um, and there's a lot of other bands too. It, it was a, a time of like a lot of bands were out on the scene. You know, there's only like. I can only like name three or four bands that are on the scene now. I, you know, it's just like yeah, what is it, like one Republic. Uh, you know, it, <laughs> I can't even name any others. Well, that's why rock, because nobody could pull off this sound anymore. That's why rock had to go a different route, and then things got a lot kind of either more old-fashioned sounding or more electronic or both. Like you have some bands who did both, like say the Killers or you have some bands who went back to, like, kind of beatles rock, like Arctic Monkeys, because they're so icy gold. Ha, 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 ha. Um, but, you know, rockers had to, they had, in order to, uh, I mean, rock as a genre became not the normal thing anymore. It wasn't the popular music anymore. You know, pop and hip-hop, and it's funny how you said it, ushered in a new era. Ha, 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 But, yeah, it's, it's crazy how that, that time seemed, based on how much that music was played during that time, it seemed like it would go on for a much longer time, but it was cut very short. And 
about gin blossoms, um, what's interesting about them is that they've had about, say, what, five or six huge hits, and they're all the same song. <laughs> they really are. They really are. But they're all catchy. But they're, they sound the same. Okay. I they it's a great song, about but it's you. one song. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. See, I can't. You just said found out about you, and then I immediately want to go, let the cops chase us around. But that's a different song, I guess, but it's the same song. That's right. So one night that's I was it. out with some co-workers at Flight 151. It was back in my drinking days. <laughs> um, and uh, I was at uh, this this bar we called Buck, One Buck One or Buck Five One. And uh, it was the old, uh, the old hang at the old office. And I wanted to prove to three of my co-workers that every Gin Blossom song is the same. So I played all of them in a row on the jukebox, and they were like, wow, yeah, that really, that really is the same song. <laughs> they are, they're all happy, though. I like, didn't they do the uh, Friends song? They're just Friends, right? No, that was the Rembrandt team, Momo. <laughs> but then they did Party of Five. They did Party of Five, right? No, that was the Bodines, you small. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Tommy, do you know what time it is? Oh, my God. It's the Hot Best Award. It's Tom Fogarty. Woo! Oh, who's the mess I'm going get? You. Oh, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. Please, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. The mess. I'm a little bit of a mess. I'm a little bit of a mess. I'm a little bit of a mess. What's up, sire? Hi, not me, Boogie. <laughs> well, we'll have to change that in a few minutes. Yeah, uh, what, what's yeah, going on in your life? I've <laughs> uh, got a show that opens up on Friday night. We'll be doing it two nights. It's a little cabaret homage to Carol Bearsager. It's oh, an yeah, idea I've had yeah. forever. So uh finally got the okay from her this week. She's actually excited about us doing it. And it looks oh, yeah. like I'll be able to do the next two albums, too. So that works out nice. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And that's at uh, the Judson Memorial Church on Friday and the Duplex on Saturday? And the Duplex on Saturday, yeah. Okay. And yeah, uh, how much is that? How much are tickets to that Duplex there? Is it the standard 15 bones? Uh, yeah, the duplex is the standard 15 and a two-drink minimum. And it is, nice. what we're doing is Carol Barry Sager's first album came out in 77, and we are doing a song-for-song song recreation of that album, trying to keep the spirits, the, uh, we've transcribed the actual vocals, so everything is as it was on the original recording. Wow. So, mm. Yeah. Last so time I was at the duplex. Awesome. Last week I was. Last time I was at the duplex was recently to see the Resignos O Twinenbaum, the Christmas show. And yeah. um, at our table, I ordered two club sodas. Friedman ordered two, a drink that he called the Friedman, which was cranberry juice and ginger ale. And then Matt Hawk ordered two waters. So the waiter must have hated <laughs> us, but they still charged us fortune anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the lowest they go is like five dollars for a non-alcoholic drink. It's like it's yeah. ten dollars basically. The minimum you're right. going to get out of there with is ten bucks. So it's not too bad. Sorry not for bad you at all. Drinkers. 
<laughs> it's uh it is it is a good deal, absolutely. Um and Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, you could go see a shitty movie like I did this week and get a tub of popcorn and it's the same thing. What did you see? What movie did you see? I was not having either Inside Lowen Davis or Wolf of Wall Street. Ooh. Really? I, really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I love well, Lowen Davis. I, no good? I, what, you saw it? Yeah, I saw it that night that uh, you guys went to sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was great. No, I wasn't. I wouldn't have it. I seem to like so every good. other Colored Brothers film. Ooh. Oh, okay. You know, it's um, like I didn't like Barton Fink, but I liked Miller's Crossing. I didn't, you know, it's like, they're just really inconsistent for me, you know, and I don't get that whole sort of, I don't know, they're just sort of NYU darlings and East Coast critics love them and they can do no wrong and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just find that slice of life thing they do when it's not outrightly humorous to be just sort of off. And and uh, Wolf of Wall Street, you didn't care for either. Uh, no, it couldn't. It just I don't. It, the excesses were just too much for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. In in both All ways, right. you know, because when it would swing like low, it swung low. And I don't know how the fuck they're getting away with putting it in in, cat, in comedy categories. Because yeah. it's not a comedy. I mean, it's, you know, it's yeah. sort of a tragedy that has a lot of humor to it. You know, it's right. Shakespearean in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's certainly not messy. a comedy. <laughs> Speaking uh, of messy, who have you got for us for the Hot Mess Awards tonight, Sire? Well, my yeah, first yeah. one is going to be Little Zar or Little Zay or whatever the hell you want to say. If it really <laughs> is Zay, he uh-huh. should add a friggin' Y to it. <laughs> But, I mean, uh-huh. how retarded do you have to be to, as you're about to get let out, to get rearrested for, like, beating up the telephone while you're in jail? <laughs> and apparently, oh. it was the same, apparently it was the same telephone that Mel Gibson tried to take out when he was arrested. <laughs> really? So they might want to just do away with the payphone that's there at the uh, <laughs> Calabasas police station. <laughs> oh boy! Well, he's got to yeah. stop hanging around that our boy the beat as well. It's bad influence. I guess. <laughs> I guess, and then I mean, and doesn't that whole like trumped up thing just sound like it's it's like uh, poor little Justin has become the newest OJ? They're gonna get him one way or the other on something. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? At this point, he has embarrassed the shit out of the Calabasas Police Department. So they are going to figure out a way to get him on. I'm not saying he's not guilty of some shit. But I'm just saying they're just going to keep at it until they find something. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like uh, Chris Rock. Like, I'm not saying OJ did it, but I understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the gloves don't fit, you must have quit. And, Sire, who's the second on that? My second hot mess is going to be the country singer Trace Atkins. You know, I, mean, I think he won uh, Donald Trump one year. Didn't he go all the way and win that? Probably. That show that I Donald think he did. Yeah. I think yeah. he did. He did. I think he did. Well, anyway, apparently he's been clean and sober for 12 years. That is until he decided to do this country cruise where he was one of the singers. 
on this country cruise, and I guess he started hanging out in the bar again and fell off the wagon. But what really tipped it was when the Trace Atkins impersonator, who was singing karaoke at the time, Trace Atkins just decided to go beat the shit out of himself. Oh, my God. Because he what? got up in the bar and beat the hell out of himself. Wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's... it's it was the impersonator, but I mean, it's like, what the fuck? You're gonna like go beat up yourself? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So apparently, as soon as the boat docked in Jamaica, he uh, hopped right off board, and within a day was checked back into rehab. Oh so good. I, I well, hope he finds what he's looking for there. But if anybody you know decides to sing one of his songs, they might want to think better of it. <laughs> Blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and who's your third hot mess? And my last one has got to be the new toaster strudel commercial. Ooh, oh. I I didn't think they could get any worse. First there was the little all white family, then there was the black family where the dad looked like you know he'd seen The Exorcist every time the little kid popped up. <laughs> now the newest one is this little sort of almost abused looking. Punk boy is sitting at the breakfast table and he goes, Worst morning ever. And then up pops little fairy Bavarian Nazi boy with the twinkle in his eye and goes, Chase the And the next thing you know, the kid's like chomping down on this damn strudel that floats by and he goes, Best morning ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kid is just so friggin' creepy. I'm sorry. That's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that before we jack one off, creepy little. I just... Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> or... Go ahead. Nothing. I was just gonna say he's such a freaky little Bavarian Nazi boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 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 So before we jack off, God, just want to let everyone know that if we get if we go a little past uh, ten o'clock and we get cut off by our live feed, all you got to do is call in to listen. So it may not work on the internet anymore on your computer, but just call nine one seven three eight eight four one three one. That's nine one seven three eight eight four one three one because I think for some reason our our timing is off tonight and that we're at the point where I can't go back and switch the time. So apologies for well, the inconvenience if you're listening on a computer. What? Let's get cracking then. My shit's bobbing and weaving here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're right. Let's go. All right. Everyone lubed up. <laughs> yeah, I'm lubed up. Get it. it on. Popping. <laughs> All right. Kick us off. Uh, you got Okay, a new study reveals that science funding is below Bush-era levels. The reason is a lot of scientific funding had to go into finding the reason why anyone that stupid could become president of the United States. America. America. New Jersey Governor Chris Christie will propose extending the public school calendar and lengthening the school day in an upcoming speech. Once a bully, always a bully. <laughs> yes, fat bastard. <laughs> I like that. A new spending bill blocks ACORN funding four times, even though ACORN no longer exists. 
It also bans eight tracks as a form of entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) A new article reveals that Shakespeare made up words like gloomy and laughable. He also made up cocksucker and ball bag. Uh, blogger Jacqueline Bayers wrote that she was she hasn't used shampoo in five years. When asked why, she simply said she wanted to be like her hero, John Weeks. Aww. Thank you. Thank you, Jacqueline. <laughs> Bill de Blasio was caught recently eating pizza with a knife and fork. Good on you, said Mr. Pitt. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> reflecting reflecting the growing concern about the opaqueness of America's national allegiance intelligence apparatus, a bipartisan group of lawmakers on Tuesday introduced legislation that would require President Barack Obama to unveil budget figures for all 16 spy agencies. Obama then sent a drain, drone after the committee. Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Opaqueness and, and drone in the same sentence just sort of got me. Yeah. No, no, that's not what I meant. No, I, I meant about Obama, not, not you. <laughs> what, what I got an apple in weeks. What, no, what? what? No, that's not what I meant either. No, no. no sorry. Okay. Go to the, are you having a stroke? Yes, I am. Well, I'm having a stroke. Seth MacFarlane revealed the reason he killed the beloved dog Brian on Family Guy is because with the show in its 12th year, he wanted its fans to see that anything can still happen. Diane Vick's dog revealed that the reason he killed her husband is because his last name is Vick. <laughs> <laughs> A former police captain shot and killed Chad Olson for texting his toddler daughter daughter at a movie theater. When asked why he did it, the captain said, Toddlers can't read? Uh, <laughs> yeah. For real? Oh, my God. Shit. Well, he's liable to grow up into this, too. A new study states that people who are impulsive, self-centered, and prone to mood swings are more likely to gain weight. That explains it said everyone who's ever met Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, actually. Pizza Hut will begin to sell slices soon. No word, however, on what the slices will be of, because it sure ain't pizza. Oh! <laughs> the crush. Shia LaBeouf attacked Jim Carrey's parenting skills while inexplicably neglecting to mention his own parents' abilities to raise a child. Yeah. Because that worked so well. (laughs) (laughs) About her bizarre Golden Globes acceptance speech, Jacqueline Bissette said she was in a daze because she was thinking about dinner. She hadn't gotten the right dinner yet. Well, she sure as shit got the booze she wanted. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Snapchat yeah. has, a, has a major spam issue. <laughs> who, who would have thought that an app that people use for cock and tit shots would ever cause spam? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a new tennis racket called Pure Drive has gyroscopes, accelerometers, 
and a piezoelectric sensor in the handle. These sensors pick up a variety of data, including where the ball hits the string, how much power goes into a shot, and how much spin a player puts on a ball. You cannot be serious, said John McEnroe. <laughs> so how much spin does go into a ball? Ooh. I don't know. You've got to watch your balls drop in West Virginia again. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can spin them. Seamless was mobbed by so much traffic Sunday night that the site broke down, supposedly thanks to a discount associated with Lena Dunham's popular show, Girls. However, Seamless later uncovered the only orders were coming from California, from Governor's Mansion in New Jersey. How the fuck did I get to California? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let me try that last one again. Seamless okay. later uncovered the only orders were coming from the governor's mansion in New Jersey. Ah. <laughs> waka waka. Waka waka. <laughs> A new 3D printer can print sugar, chocolate, and candy. Mm. But can it print fettuccine Alfredo? Get back to me then, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Be good. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna little print out some fettuccine. <laughs> little Alfredo. Google Google has mm-hmm. apologized after a Berlin intersection accidentally regained its Nazi era name, Adolf Hitler Platz, on the Google Maps service. This reminds me of when Yahoo called Interstate 84 the Bin Laden Expressway. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That works for 84. Seventy-five economists say that raising the minimum wage to $10.10 an hour would boost the economy tremendously. However, 435 congressional douchebags disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, kings of the pig people all. Between 2006 and 2011, the government spent a whopping $172 million on penis pumps. This is twice as much as they're spending on cock rings. What a ripoff. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? A toddler was kicked out of Panera Bread for wearing squeaky shoes. In response, she texted her father, who was then shot and killed at a movie theater. Ooh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to the movies in Florida. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> nope. nope. Don't walk down the street with a hoodie on either. Nope. Butter consumption has increased 25% in the past decade. Well, so has Chris Christie's waistline. Hi, <laughs> He's a butter babe. He's a butter ball. Wall Street released a list of the 10 most hated companies in America. At the top are McDonald's, Abercrombie & Fitch, and Electric Arts, Electronic Arts. Time Warner Cable and Men's Warehouse must have been listed in a different sort of more extreme category, I guess. <laughs> yep. I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely worst hated companies. <laughs> Is that me? An Italian man. 
Saviero Belante killed his landlord and tried to eat his heart after his landlord beat him at a game of chess. Now, that is what I would call an overreaction. Oh, oh my God. I'll <laughs> say, I'll say, it'd be so much better if he just woke up with a dead horse head in his bed. <laughs> oh, God. Lost caution actress Tang Wee, or is it Y? Is she Wee or Y? Wee? 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 Yes. Lust caution actress Tang Wee Wa fell victim <laughs> to a thirty five thousand dollar fraud after being persuaded over the phone to wire money to a thief. In other news, Tang Wee Wa is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Uh Sixty-two dogs in Hebron, Ohio, were rescued from a breeder's van. They were covered in feces and urine. Shockingly, their owner was also a dog and can talk. Her name? Mousy. <laughs> Mousy, Mousy. Mousy, Mousy. And this was the Hebron. Oh, Hebron. Okay. <laughs> Hebron, Ohio. Yeah, you Hebron. He's he man. He's he man, Ohio. Shamali, yeah. Ohio. Shamali, Ohio. A former Alabama math teacher recorded and released a video apology after pleading guilty to charges that she had sex with a 14-year-old student. The 14-year-old Ooh. then responded with a thank you so much, Mrs. Gray video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> An Ohio man, Robert W. Thomas, was arrested after trying to buy a 10-year-old girl for $400 to please him. Pope Frank already started drafting his apology. (laughs) (laughs) I just read this one. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, boy. A Denver couple was charged with child abuse after police found a boy with third-degree chemical burns on his genitalia. His mother says, crying, I was just trying to turn his cock into a vagina. (laughs) 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 A man who was denied entry to a strip club returned to the establishment about an hour later, barged in wearing a Halloween mask, and shot a bouncer in the head. It turns out the reason he went nuts is because he was at Babe Strip Club in Atlantic City. <laughs> I guess there's a history there. I'll find out about it someday. Really? You have one, too? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Taylor Swift was spotted talking to Jared Leto at the Golden Globes on Sunday night. It's Wednesday night now. And they've already gotten together, broken up, and she's got a phone written about him. (laughs) Kristen Stewart is terrified to make her next movie, Equals. The reason she's terrified is because the film stars Kristen Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I like that. Uh, Meredith Vieira said her major fear is terrorists at the Olympics. Her other major fear? Staying on the same television show for more than five years. 
What did she ever do to you, Weeks? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She was born. <laughs> Not a Meredith Vieira fan, huh? <laughs> oh, no, I do like that. Good kid. Good kid. <laughs> Sarah Palin said that Katie Couric's show ending didn't surprise her. Katie said Sarah losing the vice presidency didn't surprise her either. Oh, my <laughs> After the Golden Globes, Ronan Farrow tweeted, Miss the Woody Allen tribute. Did they put the part where a woman publicly confirmed he molested her at age seven before or after Annie Hall? In response, Woody said, Well, I, I wouldn't really call it molesting. It was more of a, a naked cuddle. It's what you do when you're one of these guys, you know, and, and we were there, and, you know, well, well that, that was that. <laughs> Very nice. Good Woody. Good. I Thank bet you. you haven't. You never thought you'd hear me say that. <laughs> but you have a really nice Woody, Ryan. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fire. Oh, I know. It made your night. Brit Hume said. <laughs> blessing. Brit Hume said, "I would have to say that in this sort of feminized atmosphere in which we exist today, guys who are masculine and muscular, like that in their private conduct." Kind of old-fashioned tough guys run some risk. I mean, this guy is very much an old-fashioned, masculine, muscular guy, and there are political risks associated with that. Maybe it shouldn't be, but that's how it is. In response, Shepard Smith said, Muscular? Have you seen Chris Christie? The man is the shape of Jabba the Hutt. I wouldn't even go down on him because I would have to get through all the rolls to find his dick. Give me my drink. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us how it is, Shepard Smith. (laughs) We don't fucking torture. Yeah. (laughs) All right, check out the Carol Bayer Sayer Project at uh, Justin Memorial Church on Friday, but no, don't do that because it's going to be mobbed. So check it out on Saturday at the Duplex. Yeah, thanks, babe. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, sire. Good night, sire. Bye, boys. I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> so, weeks. Uh, we, we're. I'm alerting you that we're cutting off our live feed in about 75 seconds, and then anyone who still wants to listen, I urge you, you don't want to miss this. Call in. <laughs> 917-388-4131. That's 917-388-4131. We'll get it. We'll get it working for next time, but it will cut off tonight. Just so everyone knows. Are you Are you be prepared? Are you prepared to get cut off, John Week? I'm prepared to get cut off. Yes, I am. Let's go. Let's go in there. <laughs> you mean like these ladies that cut their cocks off? And oh, turn no, them into no, no, I'm not. I'm prepared to do that. No, no, I'm not prepared. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the the lady in my ear who says like ten seconds left is really distracting. So let's just wait to start the next segment until she goes away because she's going to drive okay. me fucking nuts. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so a little waiting music, please. And we're off. All right, so uh, 
hey, now that you know nobody's really listening, you can say anything you want. What's the first thing you want to say right now? Uh, yes. Hello. <laughs> All right. I like it. Positive <laughs> attitude. So we have a, a situation, Jean-Luc, where we have uh, a guy who um, is uh, seeking your help, uh, okay. seeking Dr. Drew, Dr. Drewnathan Weeks' help, and uh, <laughs> I think that, uh, that you should listen to what he has to say. Are you ready, willing, and able to help out a listener in need? Yes, I'm ready and willing, and uh, hopefully I'm able. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's his letter. Dear Abby, I am a middle-aged man from Pennsylvania. I am quite large, which makes women not want to date me. I developed an obsession with sex and masturbation since no woman wanted me, aside from those sick, chubby chaser bitches. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So, a few years ago, in lieu of ladies, I started to use Swiss cheese. I'm not sure what it is about about Swiss that makes it feel better than the other cheeses, but cheddar caused chafing. Moose just contributed to my pizza addiction. Monster, well, I just don't have the money or time for Monster. Weeks, didn't you mention something about that earlier? That's right. I just said Monster was an inferior cheese that he should not use. And I guess oh, I'm boy, right. It sounds like you guys are on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like we go to the same deli. <laughs> oh, God. Don't, eat, don't go there anymore. So okay. uh, I thought Swiss cheese might be nice because it has holes in it where I can insert myself. However, now, this is my first problem, Dr. Drew Landers. The holes <laughs> in the cheese are too small. Not that I'm any Scott Bayo myself, but I can't fit into those holes. I can only sometimes insert part of my foreskin. And, Doc, you wouldn't believe it, but sometimes the Swiss makes it bleed. I don't even want to get into when I tried sharp cheddar. No more cracker barrel for this cracker. My next issue is that I can't seem to bag a date. Well, I could actually bag them, like put a bag over one of these. Oh, my God. Well, I could actually bag them, like put a bag over one of them. Okay. Let me start that paragraph again. My next issue is that I I can't seem to bag a date. Well, I could actually bag them, like put a... Put a bag over one of these assholes' heads and get her and get her that way. You know what I'm talking about? Ha! So, I've been trying to actually go on some dates lately with some broads, and the second I mentioned the Swiss cheese thing, they shut down. I mean, it's like I'm at a carrot top concert. Anyway, doctor, you were doctor or Ms. Either way, as of late, I've resorted to driving around with a block of Swiss cheese. What I'll do is drive around with my pants and undies down to my knees. When I see a fly young honey, I'll take out the Swiss and show the lady my rock-hard erect penis with the Swiss cheese wrapped around it. If they're not keen to the idea at first, I'll offer them money to watch me drape my dong in Swiss. First off, do you see anything wrong with this practice? Secondly... What do you recommend I do, literally, 
to bag a broad that wants a piece of this cheese. With warm regards from Pennsylvania, PA, Anonymous, <laughs> a.k.a. Larry. Oh, my God. Wow. This is one of the most difficult and complex questions of my lifetime. This is tough. This is really difficult. Of all time, I think. I, I think it is. Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, first of all, I see a lot wrong with what he's trying to say. <laughs> Talk to him directly. Okay. okay. Well, I, what, his name was Anonymous, or, or I'll go with Perv. Okay. Go with um, who, sir? He said I'll AKA Larry. Okay, Larry. Larry, um, all right. Uh, on the first, well, first I want to tell you, don't do anything illegal. This is not something I advise for you to do, and you're not really trying to bag abroad. I hope that's just meaning getting a date in, in your kind of creepy <laughs> language. Um, <laughs> and I hope you're not really trying to kill anyone, because really, we don't need any more of that. Uh, and if you have those urges, please turn yourself in to the local authorities. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a well-known number, 911. But um, anyways, uh, okay, if, if you're... If you're <laughs> It sounds like you got like you got two issues here, and one issue is you know you're having sex with cheese. I mean, um, there's a lot of problems with that. And I, I, I know it's, it's 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 a very detailed problem. I know you're saying that it's making your your penis bleed. The uh, the Swiss cheese. Well, it was a smart decision to go with Swiss cheese, even though I like Swiss cheese a lot now. You probably forever ruined it for me. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, you could have went with cheddar or the inferior monster cheese or you know, even that cheese that they sell in Spain with uh, the little maggots on it you could have used. But anyway, <laughs> uh, to to directly um, concentrate on your problem with cheese, you know, you, you, you seem to be having physical problems with cheese and you said uh, it's just not fitting your size and it's just not working that way. Uh, you know, be a little bit flexible. How about using... Not solid cheese, like the cheese block that you're talking about. How about ricotta cheese or cottage cheese? I mean, <laughs> you know, nobody really misses, uh, you know, a lost container of cottage cheese. I mean, buy as much as you want. You can even buy the low-fat stuff. I mean, that stuff's gross, bro. But, um, you know, use, I, I would recommend using ricotta or even the, uh, the, the cottage cheese. I mean, it, and if you want to eat it afterwards, it's pretty healthy for you in terms of the cottage cheese. So, um I, you know, I think that figures out your problem. It, it, it's a nice, nice, soft consistency. I think you'll enjoy that. And, and the container is pretty large uh, for your Scott Baio-sized penis. But um, <laughs> it sounds like that issue is pretty much controlled. I mean, just be open-minded and flexible with what cheeses are used. And there's so many cheeses out there. There's hundreds of cheeses out there. Uh, you know, go to a cheeseologist, you know. Uh, I recommend the, the, uh, the store Casius in uh, New Haven, Connecticut. They specialize in cheese. You can ask them about that. But um, yeah. uh, the other point is, uh, you know, if you really want to find a girl, you got to dump the cheese. I mean, this is you got to cut the cheese. This is not going to work. Uh, you know, stop being a cheese head. Uh, this is cheesy in itself. Um, you know, all the, all, the, all the things about cheese. It's just you're not going to find a girl if you, you like cheese that much, unless you work in a deli or something like that. Maybe working in a deli where you have no. actual cheese might be better. <laughs> no. You know, but uh, if you you really got to look for a girl legitimately and get rid of the dump the cheese thing. 
find some professional help, Larry, and, and uh, you know, work through your problems, you know, and don't be violent or, you know, it's all about romancing a lady, you know, and, and treating them with dignity and respect and, you know, and, and those good things and not treating them like cheese. I don't know where you got the, you know, analogy between cheese and women. They really don't have a milky complexion. I don't really get it. But, uh, you know, dump, dump the cheese, get rid of it, find a girl, work out, or find a girl that really likes you. Don't call them chubbies or whatnot. That's really abusive. I mean, uh, you know, get over yourself and, uh, you know, forget about the cheese, you know. You could even use cheese whiz. I mean, cheese whiz is not bad. But, um, you know, I, I wish you luck. I think you should really seek some professional help. But if you're going to go remain with the cheese, choose the cheese or women. I, that's that's my, uh, you know, statement to you. And I really think you should choose one or the other. You know, if you go with cheese, go with the ricotta or the cottage. If you go with women, treat them with respect and, and how they should be treated. So, you know, good luck to you. And I really advise some uh, professional help, either the authorities or uh, a, a psychotherapist. I don't know which one's better, but both. Maybe both. <laughs> good luck, Larry. Larry, if you do go to Casey's in New Haven, you want to talk to a guy there named Andrew Sargent. His name is Andrew Sargent, and he'll be able to help you out. Um, but, Weeks, the, uh, do you think that Larry should be go, going around exposing himself to, to ladies, with, uh, you know, regardless of if there's cheese or not? I think if he was exposing the cheese and not himself, it would be okay. You know, so, like, if you were just showing the ladies <laughs> random blocks of cheese, that's, that's okay. so random. Just driving that around and right. just presenting a, a block of cheese. <laughs> with, like, a come-hither look. <laughs> come in and look, look at my Swiss cheese and smell it. You know, maybe these ladies would like that. Maybe they're just into cheese. And maybe he could cut out the whole penis thing, you know, and just Don't focus cut on off the, the penis. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, but you know, just block the penis part and and don't show yourself. Wait, you know, wait until you're in the privacy of your own home, and then the girl actually wants to see that uh, to show her. She doesn't want to see that right off the bat. That's you know, that's just not courteous. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I would recommend just showing her the cheese and not not too much of yourself. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, before we get too mousy, I think that I left off a little bit of Sean's reaction to the Cher song last week. So if it's all right with you, I'd just like to play his full reaction. Yes, please do. Okay, so this is Sean Broyles' reaction to when I played the Cher remix featuring uh, me and John Weeks and Jeffrey Paul Fabric and Tom Fogarty and Nikki Kutubris. We all, <laughs> we slaved long and hard in that recording studio to create this track. Um, and this is uh, comedian Sean Broyles' reaction. So, again, we'll take it from the end of the song into the reaction. Here we go. Head hits and they roll around and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I didn't think of that. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah. I wouldn't know, of course. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Hello. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Can you hear me? Dude, yes, I can. Um, dude, if I, I I wish you had been rolling video on that because you would have had <laughs> 20 million hits by it. If you had video of that, 
of that whole thing. That is that is remarkable. I wish there was a video. For, I wish you guys had filmed that. Oh my god! You seriously should think about doing a video. You you seriously should think about it. I'm just picturing. You know the marbles that the the the, the, the you know, shitting in the urinal. Maybe. I mean, just <laughs> I mean, good lord. <laughs> yes, and he ended with, "Good lord." Uh. <laughs> I have to say, his reaction is genuinely serious about the video and 20 million views. And I have to agree with him. If we had a video with that video, uh, that song, oh my gosh. It was, it was going to get more than $20 million. He's, He was flabbergasted by that song, I think. <laughs> he was blown away. I mean, you know, we turned back time. That's right. That's right. We really did. He really loved it. Oh, dear Lord. What do you say, Lord? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a clip of him just saying Good Lord, because then I would play it right now. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> so what do you think the dog that uh that that lives by itself, Mousy, is doing right now at this very moment? Oh my gosh. Mousy right now, uh well after, you know, getting back from Colorado, she smoked all her pot. Uh right now she's like really hungry. So what she did was she went to the supermarket with her uh her bitches and uh they're just going to town in the cheese section. Something about this cheese. They're going after the Swiss, the monster, and they're just eating all the cheese in the cheese aisle. They're not letting anybody through, including this guy named Larry. He's getting really angry because they're eating all the Swiss cheese. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, there's a, right now there's a, a standoff between Larry and Mousy. And right now, Mousy's marking your territory by pissing on all the cheese. Larry is not... Very happy about it at all. That's what I'm going to say. It's it's, it's turning pretty violent over there. <laughs> I would think Larry would be into it. <laughs> I think yeah, actually you might you might be right. He likes he likes the violence. He likes the challenge. He's actually digging mousy a little bit now. <laughs> and he likes the uh, dust butter sandwiches with the cheese. You know. That's right. And he never got along too well with girls, human girls. So he. He and Mouse, he can make a couple. I don't know. You know so now both, we've gone both into like the these. realm of bestiality. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go through this. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I took a step. I'm sorry. You know well, what's soft, soft, soft thing, dad? Thing is Mouse, Our friend is soft, soft dad is like it. a pr- professor of bestiality. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, uh, Mousy doesn't like it. So Mousy's getting very angry, and uh, she continues to piss on the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, are Larry's pants up or down? Uh, right now, they're uh, they're up, and he's a little afraid to put them down because Mousy's grinding her teeth right now. <laughs> well, you know, maybe Mousy will uh, do the world a favor. <laughs> And great the cheese, yeah, saying, so to speak. You mean she would die in victim? Yes. <laughs> oh God. Um, so, uh, weeks. Uh, is, what's your favorite scene? And she's a man, man with a man, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Okay, bye. My favorite scene is she's the man my favorite man by the mind of my mind by the scene in the this this movie uh featuring Amanda Bynes as Daniel Day Lewis's character, Mr. Plainview, in the movie There Will Be Blood Man. God. <laughs> and she's talking to her son in a most evil manner about how he's not really her son. All right, and it goes a little like <laughs> I'm not going to do uh, Mr. Lewis or Amanda Bynes any justice, but I'll try my best. <laughs> You're not my son. Please don't say that. I know you don't mean it. It's the truth. You're not my son. You never have been. You're an orphan. Did you ever hear that word? You operated here today like one. I should have seen this coming. I should have known that under this all, these past years, you've been building your hate for me piece by piece. I don't even know who you are because you have none of me in you. You're someone else's. This anger, your maliciousness, backwards dealings with me. You're an orphan from a basket in the middle of the desert, and I took you for no other reason than I needed a sweet space to buy land. Did you get that? Now you know. Look at me. You're lower than a bastard. Mm-hmm. You have none of me in you. You're just a bastard from a basket. I thank God I have none of you in me. You're not my son. You're just a little piece of competition. A bastard from a basket. A bastard from a basket. You're a bastard from a basket. And that's, that's, the scene. that's really the line? You're a bastard from a basket? <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> My favorite scene. And she's a man with a man, 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 a and uh, she she says she says I don't know what to say really. Three minutes into the biggest battle of our professional lives, all comes down to today. Either we heal as a team, or we're going to crumble, inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We are in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me, and we can't. We can stay here and get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into light. We can climb out of hell one inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I look around, and I see these young faces, and I think, I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man could make. I, uh, I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who has ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in the mirror. 
You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. That's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You'll find out that life is just a game of inches. So is football. Because in the eye of the game, life of football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half step too late or too early, you don't quite make it. One half second too slow or too fast, and you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. They are in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch because we know when we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing, between living and dying. I tell you this, in any fight, it is the guy who is willing to die who is going to win that inch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it is because I am still willing to fight and die for that inch because that is what living is. The six inches in front of your face. Now, I can't make you do it. You've got to look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now I think you're going to see a guy who will go that inch with you. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you are going to do the same thing for him. That's a team, gentlemen. And either way, we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. That's all it is. Now, what are you going to do? And that's my favorite scene. She's the main man with the main man. Wow. Wow. What the hell was what the hell is that? It was, it was supposed to be yelling and clapping, but it, it, was, it sounded terrible. That was amazing. <laughs> was that on, your, almost, on your computer or something? Yes, it is. I almost fell out of my chair. I, I was like, wow, that was good. That was inspirational. I want to bust down my door now. I'm so, you know, energetic, motivated. <laughs> motivated? Got to keep motivated. it motivated. Huh? <laughs> Got to keep it separated. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, so, you know, you know we'll be back uh, next week, babes. And, uh, you know, ladies, if you're, if you're driving around Pennsylvania or you see a guy driving around, uh, you know, just stay away from guys in Pennsylvania for now, especially big fat fucks. <laughs> I want to deal with this Swiss cheese pervert. <laughs> It's like it's so terrible. Like it's terrible what he's doing, but so funny. It's so terrible, but so bizarre. And uh, <laughs> ladies, just watch yourselves. Don't go to the deli aisle of any supermarket. Uh, stay away from dairy, probably. And uh, if you can, just try to do that for the next couple of weeks or so. <laughs> Everyone must get on the paleo diet now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Shout, shout out to Mike Torito. And a certain someone uh, ended his uh, his years-long career at a certain office uh, today, so just want to say congratulations and um, best of luck in the future. So, uh, John Weeks, I can think of uh, 
no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a little one of those fucking Barbie dolls, what are you going to do with that thing? Okay. You want to cover some uh, cover her up in some monster cheese, put some uh, Romano and mozzarella on her, and just <laughs> hope that the Swiss cheese perp doesn't go get her. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. We Good night. Good night.